What's up, my fellow dog furries? It's me, the person who's holding the big-ass sword but isn't from Final Fantasy VII, Annie. And I'm the girl in all the other animes that have dogs and then a girl has to fall in love with you for some reason? Minty. You made that sound very weird, and this is Fun Untitled, where every podcast is serving F you. Yeah, that doesn't help when we're sisters. But anyways, we want to talk about the anime that's getting a sequel? That's, I think everyone's been looking forward to. But we're going to talk about Inuyasha first before... If anything goes into plans, Yashahime should be coming out soon. But we're going to be talking about a basic review of Inuyasha. So yes, this is going to be a lot of spoilers. Especially for the beginning part of Inuyasha. Um, before Final Act because we did not realize Final Act came out when it did. And hey, maybe if you don't know what Inuyasha is because you didn't watch it on TV when it was on Adult Swim. And you're a little bit too young for that maybe we can teach you you know Inuyasha before you watch Yasuhime yeah I think actually Inuyasha is a great anime for beginners oh yeah um great animes for beginners it's the episodic episodes like Power Rangers style because like you don't need like you can just jump into every episode and like you don't have to know all the rich intense lore yeah and it's an anime everyone kind of knows yeah like I remember when we went to anime club and they were like Oh, what's an anime you really like? And I think everyone said Inuyasha. And like, there's so many memes you can get from it. If you can't relate with a bro over a meme, then you know, what's the point? Like, um, there's this command that Kogome tells Inuyasha because he's a dog. So everyone's just like, sit boy! Or whatever Japanese equivalent. And you're like, hey! That's like the Tumblr equivalent of, I like your shoelace. Thanks, I stole them from the president. That's how you trick someone to admitting they were on Tumblr. Other Inuyasha memes. Oh yeah, the whole um Inuyasha Kogome Inuyasha Kogome. You know, I'm not gonna get into it. Oh. It's, they, basically, in the whole anime, they just shout each other's names, and the dub actors get really into it. It was ridiculous watching it as a child. Yeah, you know what? Because the anime comes out in like two parts. The f- original which we saw as kids and then the second part which is final act well i'm seeing the original came out 2000 to 2004 so we're like elementary school years for us by the way y'all a little art nerdy fact in yasha it would be interesting if you want to learn about art styles because in the first you know few seasons it's all done traditionally on c-e-l i can't pronounce the word cell yeah that was the word don't Sass me. I went to speech therapy. This is canon. <laughs> and then, um, in Final Act, it comes out a few years later. That's where they do everything digitally. Final Act looks amazing. Yeah. But still has, like, that nice quality that traditional animations have. I like how Sailor Moon Crystal kind of got rid of that charm. Yeah. I think Final Act kind of kept it still. If I remember correctly, I think um, Final Act kind of kept the same thick lines on, like, Sailor Moon Crystal and made it, like, really thin lines. Oh, that's true, yeah. A little art fact, um, I know it's very tempting to be like, this anime draws it with thin lines, so I should draw it. You should really, like, explore what kind of lines you want. Like, clean lines versus messy lines, um, thick lines versus thin lines. Like, Demon Slayer gets away with doing beautiful thick lines. Really? Yeah, totally. I have not noticed. We need an art corner. We're the real artists. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll invite some um, art people and we'll just tell Minty to leave the room. <laughs> It'll just be Annie, Annie 2, Annie 3, and Annie 4. 
they're all gonna sound the same they're all gonna have the same opinions but don't worry guys they're definitely four different people it's okay but um speaking of great artists um you want to say the history about the creator of Inuyasha I don't know what you mean but I do know that her art in the manga it's so beautiful no because okay most animes look like the manga or like cleaner and nicer but the anime really looks more typical when but you open up a manga and you're gonna see this fantastic art i mean people do redraws of this style just because it's so nice it's like almost like traditional japanese but beautiful if you ever saw this story about like this oni girl who's like just seems to be floating all the time. That's one of her first works, I think. Urusei Yatsura. Yeah. And my son, Iko, we have not seen. We have seen Ranma 1 Half, which we'll talk about maybe another day. But I actually really liked Ranma 1 Half. Oh, Ranma 1 Half, mm, that's a staple. You gotta. It's, um, the voice acting's a little cringy in Japanese. I mean, in the English dub, it's a little cringy, so you might want to watch it in Japanese. Yeah, Annie, I don't know if you know this, but you know Rinne, That's that was Hindu's work? It's over. And she's starting another one. Oh, the creator's name is Rumiko Takahashi. And I didn't do a lot of research, but supposedly she won an award. But she is like the second Japanese person to win it and the second woman to win it. It's some kind of artist award. Um, this is just a fun fact. Um, the FMA artist, I forget her name. Um, she went- Hiromu Arakawa, I believe? Okay, I'll say Aoka. She went to a manga award and she brought her um, one of her kids. But then, like, she was, like, you know, smoozing with people and she lost track of one of her kids. So she was, like, looking for the kid and then she finds the kid just... I believe he was just chilling with the creator of Inuyasha. And then the creator of FMA was just so awestruck she didn't know how to get her kid back. Oh, man. I would just like, the kid is gone. That kid has found a new mother. She would take care of her now. A mother he can be proud of. <laughs> Not that FMA wasn't amazing. No, no, it was just saying, you know, like, artists have crippling doubt all the time, so they wouldn't think of their work as being great. Okay, but let's talk about what Inuyasha is. And I love, I love the secondary title, or its subtitle, which is Inuyasha, a fetal fairy tale. Because, you know what? It really is. Oh, yeah. You, you know? even have a sleeping princess, quote-unquote princess. Ooh. I mean, it just follows a lot of that fairy tale tropes. Man, so it's about Kagomi. She's a 15-year-old modern Tokyo girl who falls in her well and goes into which I learned Sengoku Japan but it's basically feudal Japan and she falls in and she meets the half demon Inuyasha um and she was some somehow born with the Shikon jewel and the Shikon jewel is a jewel that grants you one wish but when a centipede demon attacks her she loses the jewel and it shatters to a million pieces and she decides to team up with Inuyasha to find the Shikon jewel by the way y'all um, put your thoughts in the comments, but this is, that was like nice and everything, but you know, you're not enticing them. You gotta be like, there's a 15 year old girl named Kagome. She's working with a dog named Inuyasha. Together, they find a merry band of misfits, including a pervy monk named Moroku, who's always trying to get people to bear his children, which is really weird in the Me Too era. A Demon Slayer songo before Demon Slayers became cool by Tanjiro, what's his name? Um, a fox boy named Kil- Oh my goodness. You always say Kilo's a fox. <laughs> Shippo. I don't like animal mascots, but in this case, it's Shippo who's the animal mascot. But a fox boy named Shippo before Naruto. That's right, the original Naruto. Well, actually, the original Naruto is Kurama from Yu Yu Hakusho. Real shit? Yeah, so- well. 
because Kurama is the name of, you know, the redhead from Yu Yu show and the nine-tailed demon. He literally said he named it after him. I want to talk about this more than either the Yu Yu Hakusho or the Naruto because I'm sick of this Naruto man stop copying things from the Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho man. I'm sure there's a million podcast episodes about it, but it is crazy how much concepts was taken. And I don't think it's stealing and we'll talk about that later. No, no, I told you, we weren't doing the 80s movie narrative. Put in the comments what you like better. Not that, because that clearly says everything wrong, because it makes it sound like a little girl and her dog, and they're having an imaginary fantasy joy right around, like, the neighborhood. I would admit, I got Shippo and Kilala confused. They both participate equally as much in the series. Yeah, it's when, like, the little girl sees a stray cat, and it's like, is that the neighbor's cat? I don't know what. But that is who they are, that merry band of people. But there's also reoccurring characters, you know, Kagome's love rival, Kikyo. Kikyo's an undead priestess that reincarnated into Kagome, so that's weird family tension. Inuyasha's love dra- rival, which is a wolf demon, which makes it sound like Kagome's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Inuyasha's half-brother, because what kind of fairy tale would you have if there weren't family drama, Shishomaru? Would some people ship Kagome and Shishomaru? And I thought, no. If I had any, like, no TPs as a child, that would be the one. You keep looking at me as if I would talk to you after you cut off my great <laughs> 80s vibes. <laughs> Anyways, all these characters all going for the Shikon Jewel to get their one wish. Except Shishomaru. He actually wants Inuyasha's sword. That's a story for another day. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a story. <laughs> all wanting to gather the shards of Shikon Jewel to get the wish come true before the common enemy Naraku has a chance to grant himself unlimited power. He's a half demon. He wants to be a real demon. Just like Inuyasha. Real fast, y'all. We'll, we'll talk about the high praises of Inuyasha in a moment. Here's some shady ass shit about Inuyasha. Their love romances, if it's not the main couple, totally whack. So like, you have Naraku. He was a human who got like seriously burned I, or something. Something happened to that man. And like, Kikyo tended to him and was like, really nice. And he's like, wow, I really love this lady, but my body's all burnt up like bacon. Hey, demons, if you eat my body, I need you to give me strength <laughs> so that I can make some moves on that hot priestess. And the demons was like, ah, oh, hell yeah. That's an all-you-can-eat buffet. I like it, man. It's like, you know, well done. And you have Koga and um, Kogome. Okay, fun fact about um, this creator. In the last series, Mama One Half, they always have these stupid love rival stuff. It wasn't well done in that one either, but it was a little bit better. Um, there's a pig boy. I forget his name. When we did a round Yoga. Yoga. Well, he was in love with the main girl character, Ayame, but he became such a breakaway character and so popular, the creator felt bad if he just left him alone and without a love interest so he they, she made one a love interest at the very end who was like I think she was a pig farmer or something and he turned into a pig so it was kind of like perfect so Kyoga gives me a lot of um Ryoga vibes which actually I like Ryoga and Ayame ship better than her and Ranma cause I honestly didn't even think they liked each other they were just jealous of like the other love rivals a lot but they never seemed to really like each other real fast I just realized something wasn't that filler wolf girl that was in love with um Kyoga also named Ayame? Her name 
is Ayame. Oh my god. <laughs> Someone the um anime department had the field day with that one. But yeah, and then um you see Kikio Inuyasha and that one's just is a toxic relationship because of miscommunication and it's constantly in the office like Kikyo are you alive now I kind of want to get back together and Kikyo's like I'm gonna try kill you see I don't know if you call it toxic because she is definitely an undead born out of like hatred for Inuyasha and I guess everything that happened to her because she was betrayed supposedly betrayed by her lover but it was actually just like being tricked by the person she was taking care of not realizing he became a demon which to be honest if you're a demon and you see a piece of bacon as good as bacon is you should be going out and looking for like a nice piece of ham or like something substantial I think it's because um free he- <laughs> I mean, you know, demons take what they want. Demons don't care about that price. Um, I think cause he, what he wanted, kind of got them closer to Kikio in a way. That's true, cause he only became a demon because of the hatred for Kikio so much. You know what also kind of peeves me off? So Kikio had this thing. Well, I believe Inuyasha, um, he had makeup from his mother, and then he gave the makeup to Kikio and was like, oh, "I'm not gonna use it, so I guess you can have it." And then you in Yasha he, Yasha Hime, she's like, "Once I put on my red lipstick, I become an unstoppable killing machine, or something like that." And I'm like, "Why did we use a Kikio thing for the daughter? Like, it, it's one thing if you say, oh no, it's Inuyasha's mom, but he gave the makeup to Kikio, and then Kagome never got it.'" Yeah, I actually would think it would burn with Kikio, cause she, you know, decided to burn her. I don't know why she burned her body. She burnt her body so that way, um, because if a demon ate her body, a demon would get like. Really powerful. Also, she burned the Shikon Jewel too, which didn't work. I mean, you know, technically the reincarnation just got it, you know. Now, wait a second. If she's a reincarnation, Kagome is a reincarnation of Kikyo, even uh, though they look nothing alike. They kind of in the manga though. Who had children? Technically, reincarnation, you don't need to be a family lineage. But I like to think that there is in this case. No, no, no. You don't have to. I mean, I don't think. I wonder if Kaede got freaky. Kaede is um, Kikyo's sister that is still alive in the next gen anime. Don't know how old she is. Isn't it only like 10 years later that's why? From the ending? Do you think that child is 10 years old? I don't know. I guess maybe 20 years later? I think they're in the middle school or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really looking forward to watching Yashihime. Um, but anyways, real fast, um, in the end of Inuyasha's, um, Kagome's little brother, he was like in elementary school, then the end of Inuyasha, he's like in like middle school or high school, and his friend's like, don't you have a sister? I'm like, yeah, but she like eloped with a guy and I never really saw her again. So then that yeah. was had to be some years, and then you need some years for the kids to grow up. Yeah, that's three. Between, um, Kagome wishing the Shikon Jewel away, and then her fully living with Inuyasha, those are like three years apart. Did we spoil the end of Inuyasha? Whatever. It's a review of Inuyasha, so all spoilers are off the table, which we said in the beginning. Fair enough. Which, I mean, we went out to a lot about Kikyo's past, which, you know, debatably, is that spoilers? Depends on person to person. I say yes. Some might say no, because it's not very important. Not important to the plot. It's very not important. It's hard to spoil Inuyasha because it's so episodic, but like, um, you they kind of recap it every single time, and you can kind of go 
without knowing the past. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. Kagome, actually, Kagome doesn't really hate Naraku, but Inuyasha does because Naraku is the reason why Inuyasha got impaled for 50 years. Maroku hates Naraku because he cursed his family with the wind tunnel. Sango hates Naraku because she killed her entire family and kidnapped her brother. Hey, uh- that is um, Kimitsu no Yaiba. <laughs> no, okay, real fast, I love how you said Moroku got cursed with a wind tunnel as if Noaku was like, hey, you have this NASA wind tunnel, and Moroku's like, I'm cursed with this machine that makes the wind! <laughs> no, but um, his family gets real effed up by that wind tunnel. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going over all that just to, so you realize, we're spoiling all of Inuyasha. This is not a recommendation podcast, which I do want to do. A recommendation podcast where we recommend and don't spoil anything, mm. but there's a review. I'm listening to Inuyasha's great, and we're I'll spoil this. Okay, this we we hard too much on why Kikyo doesn't really make sense and the couples are all kind of shitty. But the characters in Inuyasha are all really A plus A tier. Like they all have their own little quirks, but it doesn't get like annoying. They all have the little traits like the way that um Inuyasha's always carrying Kagome and it's just you know things to look forward to every episode. Like oh I can't wait to like you know kill all transform. I do like the interactions as a group and but sometimes they they just get paired off too much. Like, Inuyasha and Kagome is always paired off. Moroku and Sango is always paired off. Shepbrook usually goes with Moroku and Sango because he's not allowed to be in that little couple. I cannot stand shows where, like, look, we gotta ship bait these characters because they're gonna become canon and, like, people get really excited when we see them together. Let's just, you know, sec- like, Scooby-Doo syndrome. You know, Fred and, um, what's her name? Daphne. Daphne. Yeah. Then you guys always get paired up together. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the one thing I don't like about Inuyasha but I do because I think Inuyasha is one of those shows where it's like you know you get one person as the journey goes on not as long as One Piece but you know they're together for a common goal and then there's like reoccurring characters that come and go but they also have that same goal so it's, it's no wonder that all these characters stories will come together it's not like random like why are you here I think the stories was also really fun like there's a lot of villains like that was just such fun concepts like there was this lady who like um I believe she was actually just a skull with hair attached to her and a comb but she had this projection of a really hot lady that can control hair oh yeah I remember that one yeah and then like who can forget the Band of Brothers? Oh my god, the Band of Brothers is the best arc of most animes. And I think, like, everyone had the hots for Kaguya. Who? Is that not the, um... Oh, Kagura. Kagura, my the bad. Windy- oh Sorry. my god, she is hot. <laughs> she is so hot. I know your personal favorite character is actually Inuyasha's brother, Shishomu. And I think a lot of people agree with that. That's why in the sequel, Yasahime, it's about his offlings more than um, Inuyasha and Kagome's offlings. Which, by the way, I will never forgive animes that's like, hey, we need to make a spin-off series of the kids, but you know, you can't be a good protagonist without some baggage. So we're just gonna have your pants either be out of the picture or bad parents. And I'm like, let me grieve over the fact that I can't have my, you know, Vanilla Family Fluff AU. Me looking at Boruto, you telling me Naruto wouldn't be a good dad? Just, like, I know he's being the responsible Hokage, but you cannot be an orphan boy with no parents and then not, you know, then neglect your kid. I am going to fight you to Hanel in a different episode on how I have explained this to you many of times, but another episode. 
Um, but yeah. What other, real fast, what other next-gen series are there? I feel like there's been a lot. Is there? I mean, because Bleach has that one chapter, but not really. It's not a series. Yeah, I guess not. I feel like it had happened before, they, you know, uh, oh, um, Eureka 7. They had a whole series about, it was about their son. If you remember Eureka 7, it's about that, I want to say teal hair girl, and she falls in love with um a brown hair kid, and they both fight with Gundams. And then they, the, I believe they both had to do something, so they kind of just bailed on their kid. There's also, um, what's that one, XXholic, where they killed off the parents, which Don't is really Don't talk to me about XXholic because I will end myself. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know, I like Shishonu because he's really hot, but also because he's a super badass character, you know? He wanted the best sword, but he's not allowed to have it because he's not a half-demon. It's kind of a dick move on his dad part. Unless you watch Final Act, and then you realize, holy crap, the dad gives Shishonu this really overpowered sword that allows him to create dimensions, that allows him to kill enemies. And he gives him a sword that allows him to bring people to life. Messed up. Real fast, y'all. I'm just gonna explain this because um, your Shishomu bonus kind of stopped you from explaining this well. The father was a great dog demon and he left behind two swords for his son. Ooh. I don't know the names. One Tetsaiga is like the killing sword. He gave that to his half demon son. And to his full demon sword, he gave... um, What name should we give it? Tensega. Um, okay, the wimpy sword. Tetsaiga! Tetsaiga, the Tetsaiga, um, Tetsaiga is super powerful, and Shishomu wanted the Tetsaiga, but he couldn't have it because a full demon cannot touch the Tetsaiga because it's too powerful and it's a demon-slaying sword. So he has the wimpy sword, the Tetsaiga, and all he can do is kind of, like, bring people back to life, but the dad left that sword with Shishomu to teach him compassion, and as soon as Shishomu learned compassion via the sword, that's when he can unlock the full potential. Yeah, I gotta watch Final Action. We've seen it only once. While the original anime, we've seen at least each episode three times. At least. You know something I love about Inuyasha is that um, Inuyasha kind of had this boy, not Inuyasha, um, Kagome had a boy she liked. I, I think, I forget his name. Seven each. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> and you kind of, like, it never got annoying. Like, it never got in the way of Inuyasha Kagome. So you just like, yeah, it's there. Which I think it's all filler. Oh, real shit? Because everything, if you watch the anime, she goes into the human world a lot. Supposedly, everything in the human world is all filler. So her and her friends going to the W McDonald's, <laughs> all filler. That school arc, okay, there's this one episode that really messed me up as a kid, but it was basically about these two little children. The little girl, kind of a brat, little boy, always sick, but basically the mom goes out and she comes home early from school because I don't know if she's ditching or what, but she's like, I'm going to hide in the closet and I'm going to scare mom and you better shut up. So she hides and I think she's waiting there a long time so she falls asleep and then apartment girl's on fire. Fire. It's actually her fault because she put the um, scarf on the kettle part and the mom comes and is like, oh my god! And she thinks the girl's at school. So she just grabs the boy and runs out of the apartment and the little girl dies. And it's so sad because Gomi has to figure out why this little girl's haunting the apartment. I feel like she's haunting. No, she's um trying to kill the little boy in the hospital. Oh, that's right. So she's trying to figure out why um her little brother's friend you know, has all this ghost stuff happening. 
Yeah, because she's a vengeful spirit now, so obviously her brain's not all, all there. But it gets so sad because of the way she died, and then this Peter Piper demon is trying to take her soul, and it's like, that's not cool, man. And, but he's already taking, like, a bunch of souls. Although then he, um, then he releases all the souls, and then he's all cool. Um, because he was a demon that, um, he leads children's souls, but then if the children's soul becomes too bitter, there's no point of saving them, so he, like, eats them or something. So mm. when she was all bitter, because she thought that the mother like only loved the son then like you know he was gonna eat her because closer and closer but then as soon as she learned to let go of that hatred when she learned the truth of oh no mommy doesn't you know hate me she just didn't know I was there and I was being spoiled and he let her go you know if we saw Uusei Yatsua maybe we would know this demon mythology more <laughs> real fast real effed up when you're a little girl watching this little girl die a horrific death yeah and when you want to be that older sister killing that little sibling. Very influential. Inspirational, almost. Are we establishing I'm the younger sister? I thought I got to be the older sister. Mom said it's my turn to be the older sister. <laughs> okay, if that episode was filler, Inuyasha hands down has the best fillers. That's filler. I know people are going to come and say, no, Gintama has good filler. I haven't seen Gintama. Get out of my house. Which is a sin on our part that we haven't seen Gintama yet. And we've been telling ourselves for years to watch Gintama. But holy crap, guys. Go watch that episode there's only very few episodes of animes that mess me up and that is one of them and i saw it as a child has any yasha ever make you cry that episode oh because if, if there was one it would be that one because um for me personally only one piece in kimitsu no yaiba has really um made me cry <gasps> you know this other scene that's sad Inuyasha when he's a little baby and he's running away from these demons and he hides and he's like mm. and he runs to his mom and the mom hugs him and it's like Real fast, y'all. Real um tragedy. We never learn more about Inuyasha and his mom. But we get to learn about Shoshomaru and his mom. And his mom is hot as well. Like, you knew where the genes are from. <laughs> Not from the dad. Who, actually, technically, Inuyasha's mom was also freaking hot. Inuyasha and Shoshomaru's dad got it going on. He got a type, and it was hot women. Didn't the- matter, demon or human. You know what's also interesting? Um, the, the fighting techniques was very interesting. Like, um, Sango and the Huaikos. That's a um, giant boomerang she fought with. I thought one part that kind of sucked was Moroku kind of got nerfed because I guess the creator realized, hey, maybe giving him the wind tunnel, a black hole in his hand that can suck up anything for an insta-kill, maybe not the best thing to give him, so I'm always going to put um bees around so that way like he cannot suck up things or he's going to suck up the poisonous bees. Although there are times where he says, fuck the bees, and I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah, but like, they should've, I feel like they should've given him more fighting techniques then. Like, I know he had those wards, like those spell tags, because he's a monk, but I would've liked to see maybe just a little bit more, because he and Songo kind of got sidelined, because they never got power-ups. Yeah, that is sucky, huh? Because the the Tetsei got got a lot of power-ups. He was able to break barriers, he got, um... The diamond blades, uh, adamant blades, I think it was called. I wish he did that, um, the blood slicing move a lot. I really like that move. I think that F's him up. I, I know, but blood. it's cool. And he gets, he gets the shit beaten out of him a lot for being a half demon. <laughs> so, I, I think in Yasha, like, you have cool fighting techniques if they get one. Um, great characters. The story, easily digestible, and it's really fun to watch. 
you know what? Inuyasha would have been a good series to really like maybe preach about on prejudiceism. Cause they talk about him being a half demon and how he sucks a lot. Just for being a half demon, not because he lacks fighting skills. It it's hard because it was very surface shallow um oppression. Yeah, I mean he didn't get much and they they could have totally talked more about it. But I still like Inuyasha overall. I think it's a great series and honestly, doesn't matter what age you are. Because we were elementary and we're not effed up. Except that one episode. <laughs> except that one episode that makes me want to like cry and be like, I'm going to get Peter Piper by the, <laughs> this demon soul that was going to take her life. Also messed up. But didn't. Okay, to be fair, if we got messed up by anything if we were children, it was from the fact that we watched Case Closed and episode one, someone gets decapitated. That's like the bloodiest scene too. Like Case Closed is pretty mild with the blood, except that episode and me one other. By the way, y'all. By the way, y'all. Case Closed is a murder manga. We. I want you guys to think. Okay, what the hell are they watching? It's it basically in every. It was like in Yasha because that's all animes in the past because <laughs> it's the um whole thing like um you know you come watch weekly Saturday cartoons and you don't want all this backstory or else you won't watch the show and then um. Every Every episode is someone gets murdered and you have to figure out which of the three suspects do it. That's and true. only in episode one someone gets decapitated like violently. Yeah, all well, the not violently. other episodes you don't. Anyways, 10 out of 10, would recommend Inuyasha. You gotta watch it now. Watch the final act. Watch the four movies. Maybe read the manga if you have enough time. But that way you can be totally prepared to watch Yasha Hime. I can't guarantee it's gonna be good, but I mean, the creator has created four other amazing series, which not many manga artists can say. And if you name one, the other series probably sucks. To be fair, um, the man who made Hunter x Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho, um, he made only two series, but they're very long compared to um, Inuyasha. Damn, that is one that is an exception to the rule. But anyways, yeah, go watch it. Well, thanks for um, sticking with us for this past 30 minutes, even though we was completely biased in every single regard. And I'm not sure if you learned anything. Yeah, we talked a lot about bad about Inuyasha, but honestly, it's super good. Like, I would rewatch it now. Just personally, I mean, just for fun. I'm the weird, um, I want to say lizard girl that Shippo fell in love with in that one fellow Annie. Oh, yeah, I like that episode. <laughs> I'll be the other fox demon girl that he gives the crayons to. Minty! I think those are the same people, but thanks for watching. Bye! Were they? I'm pretty sure. Damn. <laughs>